Hello and welcome to another fun-filled nonsense retrospective. I'm your host as always, Rick, and joining me equally as always is Devin. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you, you get the idea. <laughs> and in case it's not clued you in, we're talking about Christmas. Because it's coming up. Well, it's not just coming up, it's tomorrow. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But before we get into the meat and tooth edge of that, let's get into our standard time-honored tradition of the nonsense asinine hypotheticals. And do you have one for me? Yes, I do. What mythical be- being in the vein of, you know, I'm just going to say this right now before I finish this question. If you're under 18 or a simpleton, you probably shouldn't what, listen from here on out. Okay, with that said, <laughs> if you had to fight a mythical creature in the same vein of Santa Claus, who would you pick to face? To the death. Oh boy. A mythical? A mythical being like Santa Claus. So like Santa Claus, two fairy. Yeah, holiday based kind of. I mean, it might have to be the Easter Bunny, but I won't be happy about it. <laughs> The Easter Bunny is an easy pick because I'm pretty sure I could kick a rabbit's ass. Yeah. (laughs) I don't mean to brag or nothing, but a bunny rabbit ain't got shit on me. Uh, do you want to give the Easter Bunny a fighting chance and make it the size of a kangaroo? Oh man, because kangaroos are already essentially tall bunnies. <laughs> yeah, if he was the size of a kangaroo and had semi-opposable thumbs, then the Easter Bunny would... <laughs> no, it doesn't have opposable thumbs, but it can shoot eggs out of its ass like a bazooka. <laughs> I don't know why that's what my brain thinks of when it thinks of the Easter Bunny. It shits eggs at you. Anyway, Rick, do you have a question for me? The one I have for you is, you get two characters. One real historical, one fictional from anything you like. And they isekai to each other, each other's worlds and potentially take the place of each other, but I don't know. Depending on whatever you think the isekai would do, they may end up in different situations. Okay. Which two do you pick? Historical figure is going to be Sao Sao. Okay. Because, duh. <laughs> I'm going to go very boring. I'm, I'm going to put Sao Sao, I'm going to trade Sao Sao for Krom. Krom from Fire Emblem. Krom from Fire Emblem. Okay. okay. So Krom now has to deal with the political turmoil and constant warfare of ancient China, and Sao Sao gets to rule Fire Emblem world. <laughs> because he would rule it, like... No, there is no question. Like, it doesn't matter where South South starts. If he does not die on the journey, he is going to be at the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is not letting Plegia get away with stiff stuff in that in that world. No, no, he'll see what Plegia's doing and he goes, yeah, that's a good idea, I'm going to do it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the only reason Plegia got away with the shit that it did is because the Elise heroes are like, we're better than that. South South is not fucking above that shit. Oh, no, he's not. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I didn't know much about the guy until we saw the movie. Which no one's watched. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a pretty fun one, actually. So, yeah. <laughs> like, just take Sao Tao and put him in any military scenario, and he in- more or less instantly climbs the ranks because he's an ambitious fuck. And if he's not the fucking person in charge, then he's leading the fucking military. Dude, as soon as he said him, the, like, the first one that I thought for a, for a reply was Ganondorf. But that's a bit of a lazy one because there's already a Fire Emblem Warriors game. Gee, yeah, there is. I've also never played a Legend of Zelda game. I haven't played a lot of Nintendo games, guys. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Everyone's got that one Nintendo franchise that they that, like that's their one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me it was also Pokemon for a long ass time. I didn't have a Nintendo console until the GameCube and then I went back and I got a I got an N64 from a friend after he moved out. But yeah, the GameCube was the first Nintendo console that I actually had that was mine. I think the first actual Nintendo game I had was Zelda Wind Waker because everything else was like third party shit. The first game I actually had on that console was the Star Wars Rogue Squadron and Spider-Man 2. <laughs> oh sorry, Spider-Man 1. Wow. Not even the good one. <laughs> 
So we're taking a week off for Christmas. So by the time that we you hear this, we will have taken this week off. No, and this is the start of the week off. Oh, this is the start of the week off. Yes. So next next week is going to be a blank week, except for non-stop review that goes up as normal. So we thought that instead of our usual pre-game banter, we'd start with how we traditionally celebrate Christmas. So what do you normally do for Christmas? Well, as a child, it was a magical time mm-hmm, where we weren't allowed to get up too early, otherwise everyone would get angry. Yep. <laughs> get up at 8 o'clock, not allowed to go in the living room, go straight to the kitchen, eat breakfast, spend about an hour opening presents because there was three of us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'd always have a big Santa sack. Yeah. It was filled with crap. <laughs> yeah, so, stuff that you didn't ask for, but it was from Santa. Yeah, like really shitty little tiny plastic crap toys you could like, buy for like 20p, but Santa and his elves made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Better yet, there's something they do at Christmas time. I don't know if they still do, actually. You know those really small cans of Coca-Cola? Yeah, 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 the tiny ones. Like, they're the little mixer cans. Yeah, they're like 100 mil or something. Mm, mm. We'd have like six or seven of those just put in the fucking sack. <laughs> We'd also have Pringles, because Santa Claus had a deal with Pringles, apparently. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> <laughs> like the Coca-Cola, yeah, yeah, of course he's got to deal with them. He's got that van with them. But the Pringles, no. Ready no. salted Pringles, yeah, they're also red. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that was it. That was from Santa. Then we get our big presents, which was from Nan and Granddad, aunts, uncles, mum and dad, obviously. As a kid, we didn't really give presents to each other, me, my brother and my sister. <laughs> what might have happened is, I think my mum and dad might have bought an additional small thing and wrapped it up and said it was from... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was what Christmas was like as a kid. As an adult, it's quite a bit boring. But yes, how was a traditional Christmas in your house? It's split into two parts. The first part is on Christmas Eve, we would go to my grandma's house. And that's where all of my dad's side of the family would go and meet and just have a... Just a family Christmas gathering where, you know, people would come, eat party food, get pissed, go home and drunk drive home. Oh no. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? So end of that evening, we would take my grandma with us to our house. She'd stay over and then we'd have Christmas with grandma. Middle of the night, a pillowcase would appear in my bedroom with (laughs) stuff in it. (laughs) Anything that wouldn't fit downstairs basically went in the pillowcase. Uh, So Santa came directly to my bedroom. It was great. (laughs) So I was able to wake up at like 4am and just like just go ham on these presents that were in there. I've got a quick question for you. Yeah. What did you use to leave out for Santa? Now, here's the thing. We kind of didn't. Like, because he went directly to my room, it was the kind of thing that, like, there wasn't the mystique of Santa being downstairs, because he, like, he did the downstairs thing on his way, but he also <laughs> came to my bedroom. Oh, God, that's such an innocent outlook on Santa. It's like, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. just doing his own thing downstairs. It's fine. He did that thing on the way. Like, that's where the that's where the fireplace was, so that's, what, that's how he got in. So... <laughs> 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 there was that and then the thing that we got that was non-standard we didn't get the cans of coca or oranges or satsumas or anything I got shiny pennies so brand new ones yeah brand new pennies so brand new ones either that or your mum and dad left it in a glass overnight in vinegar <laughs> oh, they tended to be basically that year's thing so it was mostly one and two peas because those were the most impressive yeah, now yeah. and again I used to get a quid that was great like getting a brand new quid was a big deal back then also it was a quid back in 1932 because Rick's old. Yeah, I'm pretty old. <laughs> back, back, back in my day, it was seen as a good return to get a quid for a tooth fairy. Oh, when I was a kid, I got 50p. Yeah, fair enough. Most of the time, I got either 50p or a quid. At one point, I got a... I actually got a, a standardised pay rise. <laughs> 
Did she leave a little slip? Yeah, yeah. I got, uh, well, it's when I got, um, I got 250p's one time, and I'm like, that's weird. I only put one tooth under it. Yeah, the tooth fairy must have given you a pay rise. Well, that's very nice, because my first thought would be like, fuck, has she fucking nicked another one? <laughs> <laughs> I think it might have been a mistake, and then it just got retconned into being reality, so. But uh... <laughs> well, I remember there was a story, you remember, you're familiar with Rooster Teeth, aren't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Jeff Ramsey told a story about when they were on the holiday that I can't remember if it was his, it must have been either his mother or his um, wife's mother that were on the cruise with them. His daughter lost a tooth on the cruise and grandma ended up paying for the tooth and she left $20 under the pillow. Fuck me. And when they got home, it was like, no, the tooth fairy was on holiday. You don't know, she won't give you that amount again. (laughs) That's the story how I remember it. Yeah, you got it from the Easter Bunny instead. The Easter Bunny was filling in for the tooth fairy. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. But fucking hell, that's like purposely trying to dick over your kids, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep up with this shit, motherfucker. There was also the one time that I found my tooth in the house. Oh. And I was able to reuse the same tooth over and over. That's scummy. I used it about four times before my mum found that it was the same one with the same markings. Man, parents are weird, aren't they? Wanting to keep baby teeth. Yeah. I can kind of understand, like, the sentimentality of, like, wanting to keep the first one or something. First one, but, like, an entire set. Like, you're not building a voodoo child. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good Hendrix song. Yeah, yeah, it is. (laughs) But I used that to buy books because I was a little nerdy kid. And this was basically, I'm not saying it was before I had computers. Like, it was concurrent with having some kind of electronic entertainment. But back then, I would read a lot more than I do now. Because most of what I read now is digestible bite-sized chunks that the internet feeds me. Because that's the way that people's brains have been wired over the past 20, 30 years. It doesn't fill me with pride to admit, but yeah. So yeah. Christmas Day, we would wake up after having had the devastation in my bedroom from the from the pillowcase, head downstairs, and if there are any big presents, like from mum, dad, grandma, because mum, dad, and grandma would be there, then that's where they would be. And this is also when the ones that I needed to ring up to thank people for would be down there as well. Oh, yes, yes. For me, it would be a phone call to my nan and my aunt saying thank you, because they lived in Wales. Now and again, we would also get people from my mum's side of the family. Normally, they would visit us a couple of times we went to their places, but normally they would come to us. My mum's parents were on a rota. They would go to different houses depending on the year because my mum has three sisters. It's too many. Yeah. (laughs) You'd think they'd find out where they were coming from after the second one. So yeah, that was pretty much it for Christmas other than the fact, you know, that we made Christmas food. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Also, your Christmas is also a bit different because you tend to get slightly bigger presents, don't you? Because people like to roll in your birthday present with your Christmas. Yeah, sometimes. So a lot of the time the present itself is pretty much the same as anyone else would get for birthday or Christmas in the circle of friends that I had when I was growing up and then I just don't get the other one. I'm kind of lucky that I'm a summer baby. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at my classmates getting things like laptops and like one guy once got a car and I'm like, what the fuck are you getting? Like, like, like I can't imagine getting a car for Christmas. I can't imagine being given a car. Like, I, I, we'll get into it when we start talking about presents, but like, yeah, like the most expensive thing I've ever gotten is like a console. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which wasn't 500 plus quid when I was getting them. It was like 200. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say the biggest console I got was exactly 200 quid. But yeah, we'll get into the other questions. What's the best Christmas present you ever received? PlayStation 1. Sweet. It was the first console, home console I got, I, I ever received. Now, technically it was like shared between me and my brother, but I didn't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you remember what games you got with it? The very first game I ever played on it was Star Wars Phantom Menace. Okay. 
and it was a fuck of a game because me and my brother did not look through the instructions manual and the tutorial wasn't great so we didn't know how to activate buttons oh boy oh boy <laughs> uh, we were stuck in that first room for about three hours I remember playing that game on the PC and you could cheat by just typing in things like I am Padme and I am Panaka yeah 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 there's a cheat code you can put on the main menu screen and it gets puts you in the debug menu which is how you activate cheat codes yeah 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 and it's a real easy way to get beat players Qui-Gon Jinn through anywhere apart from Tatooine <laughs> I mean Tatooine you are Qui-Gon yeah, the only place you get Qui-Gon is Tatooine normally. If you want to play as him anywhere else, like in an Obi-Wan level, you can just go, I am Qui-Gon. <laughs> you can get to have Qui-Gon's Revenge on Darth Maul. I used to use the Invincibility Cheat a lot, which completely nullified nine tenths of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bottomless Pit still worked. Bottomless Pit still worked, because the way the Invincibility worked was, it wasn't actual Invincibility, it just meant you couldn't drop below one health. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your health bar would be on, like, a pixel, but you'd never go lower than that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, PlayStation 1, hands down. It kick-started my love of video games. Yeah, yeah. Crippling gaming addiction. I wouldn't call it that. But yes, what about you? What do you think is the best present you've ever received? I said the best present I ever received was Commodore Amiga A600. Now, it might have not have been the best present to give to me, because at the time, I was a shitling kid, and I wasn't really fully able to appreciate the thing to its full potential. And also, it was the first computer that I ever had, but it didn't have a hard drive, so you couldn't save anything. It had a keyboard, it had a floppy disk drive, and it could play games if you could swap the discs fast enough. (laughs) So I remember buying a Amiga version of Street Fighter 2. It was on three discs, and depending on what stage you were on, you had to change the disc, because all the characters were on both discs, but they had to have the stage graphics split between separate discs. So you had to put a different disc in depending on where you were in, in the world. That was fucking silly. That's, that's a really silly way of tackling that problem. Yeah, because the, the discs were one megabyte. They weren't even 1.44 like a normal floppy disk. They were a smaller capacity to discourage piracy because it was really easy to copy a regular floppy disk. I mean, I'll be real with you, Rick. Floppy disks are before me. The first PC we had had a floppy disk drive, but it never got used. <laughs> this was before the days that USB drives were useful. Bit of a tangent but I did see a funny tweet the other day of it's the it's the year 2085 most of the world has descended into chaos as the water wars are in full swing however the save icon is still a floppy disk <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's people who have never actually even seen a floppy disk nowadays they only know it as the save icon yeah man I remember buying a multi-pack of floppy disks at school from the computer lab because that's where you bought them and uh, that was basically my oh, I, I was a crack, a crack dealer among nerd friends of oh you need a floppy disk oh here you go, dickhead. <laughs> wow. And downloading ROMs off a school internet to bring home, because that was... I didn't have the internet at home, but we had internet at the Internet After School Club. So, uh, yeah, I, I got told pretty quickly by the IT department not to do that, because it was illegal. <laughs> and that's when you started uh, discovering proxy servers. Well, not even that. Like That, that, that was like 10 years before we decided that uh, VPNs were a thing. <laughs> but yeah, so the Commodore Amiga A600 with a bunch of weird games. Silly Putty. There was, oh, do you remember Quavers used to have a mascot? I don't. (laughs) Okay. Quavers had a mascot and it was like a big old dog of some kind and he was a cameo character in this semi-licensed game where you played as an ant pushing over dominoes. Okay. The idea was you you push over the dominoes. Some of the dominoes have different behaviours depending on the colour like a, a red one blocks. Jesus Christ, it's just a fucking bulldog in a coat. Yeah, yeah. Colin Curley, I think he's called Commander Stephanie Sterling. Oh, I don't remember that. But yeah, the ant was called GI Ant. Oh yeah, cut, cut, fucking Colin Curley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ related searches yellow mascot character fucking big bird <laughs> yeah so have you ever been given a pet on Christmas I put this question in there no <laughs> I think my sister got her an African land snail once for Christmas because that's what she wanted an African land snail it's it's a, just a giant snail yeah fair enough they're so easy to look after man you, if, you, if you end up accidentally killing your African your giant African land snail you're a fucking idiot is it because you tried to give it salt lick what oh you know how like snails and slugs shrivel up with salt I mean yeah I'm sure if someone did that it would be bad like my sister didn't kill hers no <laughs> I'm just saying if, you, if you're if you so inept that you can't look after that creature you probably shouldn't be allowed to look after animals yeah 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 <laughs> so yeah I know it's not, not a great story but I was more eager to see what your answer might be to this my answer is also a little bit more humdrum that we only ever had goldfish in our house so if we ever got anything other than a garden centre goldfish it would be from a fair so closest thing to Christmas that would be is late autumn at the latest so no you haven't had a pet for Christmas <laughs> yeah only one of those ever made it through the night and therefore to Christmas <laughs> Jesus Christ that's grim I mean the goldfish from the fair they always die on the first night I mean no, no, no. yeah if you don't know what you're doing I mean we did we tried to do the best we could and then they would always die because they were always ill and sickly and awful apart from one which lived for like 20 years that's how it be yeah <laughs> I think we moved house with that fish <laughs> so video game Christmas presents you mentioned getting the PlayStation so do you have any video game memories from Christmas times I remember I pissed my mum off once because I asked for a video game for Christmas mm-hmm. because I'd rented said video game and I was like this is fun I want to play it forever and I then rented it again before Christmas and I beat it and I told my mum I don't need this game anymore I beat it and she was very annoyed because she'd already bought it oh boy <laughs> oh boy can you remember what game it was I do I do it's kind of well I was a kid because it was PS2 so it was called Dog's Life I believe okay played as a dog can't really remember mm-hmm. the plot <laughs> <laughs> uh, you played as a dog you had to rescue other dogs you tracked things via smell which was just giant green gas clouds it wasn't a very good game but it was as a, for a kid I think I've seen the Game Grumps play this maybe yeah yeah it's the kind of weird quirky game or sounds like it that would make pretty good content let's be honest this game was made by Rockstar there probably would have been a first person scene of you fucking another dog in it let's put it that way <laughs> that's the type of humour that it was going for but it was a kid game so it didn't go that far it was like oh I'm gonna smell this dog's butt because I'm a dog ha 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 that sort of shit yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, do you have any memorable video game related gifts? The one that I got, the the very last console, in fact, the only console I ever got as a present, it was the last, and it was a Dreamcast, and it was just before the turn of the millennium, and I got it with six games, two of which I wanted. <laughs> Man, British people in the Dreamcast, they just want to let it die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the main sponsor of, I think, Arsenal? I couldn't fucking tell you, I don't follow football, and I hate Sega. <laughs> I also really didn't give a toss about football and I was like man I wonder why they've got Dreamcast on their front on the on their shirt like that's the name of a Sega console and then it turns out oh yeah they were actually sponsored by Sega and I'm like ah that's cool why have they sponsored a London team dickhead <laughs> all Arsenal players had to sign a contract that legally made them furries in the eye of the law <laughs> But yeah, what game was it that you you particularly enjoyed? The ones that I was after were Sonic Adventure, which was, in retrospect, it was a bit of an awful game, but it was groundbreaking to my child eyes. And uh, the other one that was just for a bit of fun was South Park Chef's Love Shack. It was a party game of basically being a quiz show where you would answer questions with Chef as the quiz master and the kids as contestants. I feel like you weren't old enough for that game. Yeah, I was fine. I was like 15. Okay. I was exactly 15. It was when I turned 15. 
16. Fair enough. <laughs> so yeah, that was the, that was my my console present. A little bit tangentially related to video games. Do you have a favourite Christmas themed video game level? Yeah, that's the thing. I was actually kind of pondering this because there's not that many Christmas themed. Like there's plenty of winter and ice themed, but not Christmas specifically. Here's the thing. I'm going to spoil my answer. I don't have one. I'm going to be extending it to ice themes. Well, I was just going to say the Nightmare Before Christmas stages in Kingdom Hearts. So yeah, if I had played Kingdom Hearts, that would probably be the answer for me. <laughs> But I haven't, so oh well. Apologies. So yeah, what's yours then? <laughs> Again, I'm going to extend this to ice-themed levels in general, because, yeah, I can't think of many Christmas-themed levels in total. So I'm going to say the Diamond Dust Zone from Sonic 3D. It was a shit game, but that level had really banging music. I really enjoyed it. So you didn't really like the level, you just liked the song. <laughs> Yeah, and just being in the level was good because of the song. Like, you just run around, potter around, pick up birdies, and, you know, just enjoy the vibe. Running around at the speed of sound. (laughs) (laughs) That's how much I care about Sonic. Can you remember the worst Christmas present you ever received? I got given some whiskey-scented shower gel. Okay. And I was like, uh, as soon as I opened, I, I do what you always do when you get a gift. It doesn't matter what it is. You always say thank you, you smile, and you pretend you love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the first thing I could think, of is, yeah, I don't want to smell like a drunk. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So I think that might be the contender for worst. It's a reasonable thing to not want to smell like. Oh, you smell like whiskey. Have you been drinking all day? No, it's my shower gel. Yeah, okay, rummy. But yes, do you remember yours? One of them was a bit of a misunderstanding, and it was when my aunt brought this bagged... She brought me a bagged present with an already opened box, which was... It contained a party game, which included some inflatable stuff like antlers and rings. And then at the end of the evening, after we'd played with it during the day, she she boxed it back up and took it home. So apparently it wasn't meant to be a gift. She just wanted to play it with y'all. Yeah, she just wanted to play with it, but like... <laughs> she gave it to me in a bagged box as if it was the gift that I got that, that year. Um, I, I was a bit miffed. <laughs> <laughs> the other one was when I turned 11, I got the puberty starter pack of a multi-pack of Lynx and shower gel. And I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> like, the worst thing about that is is that's what you do for, for your secret fucking Santa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm aware that I've started smelling and I'm aware that I need to shower and that I do so and like maybe I don't do it all the time but I- I'm aware of it thank you for letting me know by making it my Christmas present <laughs> that's last minute gift buying 101 though as well like shit I ain't got this person something oh fuck oh fuck shower gel gift pack links Africa yeah they're black enough yeah yeah <laughs> What's something that someone's guaranteed to automatically need to use? Toilet paper, shower gel, toothpaste. Go. Like, the go-to presents are either a shower gel, antiperspirant gift set, or socks. Socks, like, there's a magical elf, magical elf, there's a magical sock goblin somewhere that steals them in my house. Steals single socks as well. No, it steals pairs for me. It's really fucking annoying. I'm like, what socks am I going to wear today? Oh, the same socks I've been wearing for the last three weeks because someone stole all my socks. Yep, yep. (laughs) Why are my feet in such poor condition? Because I've worn the same pair of socks for a month. Yep. (laughs) So, what was the absolute latest you've ever bought someone a present? And what was it? See, I don't actually know the answer to this, but I've I've always been particularly early when it comes to Christmas shopping. Yeah, you mentioned to me a a little while ago that you you tend to, at the latest, buy your Christmas stuff with your last paycheck before Christmas. Yeah, obviously I've not done that this year because my last paycheck before Christmas is a week to the day and I'm like, that's not enough time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I couldn't really tell you. Maybe like a week beforehand, maybe I forgot to get someone something so I'd rush out and get them a box of 
chocolates or some shit. But that's never happened to someone who I've actively been getting presents for for years, you know? Now, here's the thing. I have a very good reply to this. Oh, yes? It was for you. And technically, the one that I've just bought you is for last year. Jesus, really? <laughs> I thought it was for this year. Now, here's the thing. I realized after introspection that I actually didn't give you a reply gift for last year. So technically, the thing that I've just given you is technically a reply gift for last year's Christmas. Motherfucker, you said you were going to send me a box of chocolate. I sent you that last time. It was a good gift. Yeah, fair enough. Fair Weird northern <laughs> chocolate you can't get down south because we're too posh for that shit, apparently. <laughs> I'm pretty sure some of the weird northern chocolate is available in other places. It's just the case that they sell it here and they market it a bit better and, like, you know, Mr. Tom is a weird thing. Animal crack. Okay, I'm pretty sure you get animal crackers down there, but, you know. <laughs> if you want something weird or cheap or both, then you have to go to... Oh, what's the shop called? Home Bargains in somewhere that's not your hometown. Yeah, you have to go to Home Bargains <laughs> and the nearest one to me is like 25 miles away and I can't be asked. Yeah, nearest one to me is less than a mile away. Uh, do you remember when we were up the north with you and Chris thought it was a special shop that only existed in the north? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no, dude, there's one literally like on the way to Woking. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think is your favourite Christmas food? Pigs in blanket. Yeah, <laughs> I have written this. If you don't say pigs in blanket, you're probably forbidden from eating pork for some reason. No, pigs in blanket all the fucking way. I mean, it definitely is. Like, it's not even a question, really, is it? It's the best. Now, for those of you who aren't native to England, you might call it something different, who knows? But pigs in blanket is where, usually it's done with cocktail sausages, but in my house, my mum makes something she likes to call boars in duvets. Like a full-size sausage, yeah. Yeah, wrapped in, like, a piece of streaky bacon. But, yeah, it's normally done with a cocktail sausage wrapped in a little tiny bit of bacon, and that's it. That's a pig in blanket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to go the halfway house on that. You go with the chipolata. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Basically a full length sausage but cocktail thickness yeah so it, it cooks through quicker it's not quite as girthy as what you're saying yeah it's not quite as girthy like i, I really enjoy our local butchers chipolatas because they cook through quicker they, without burning <laughs> well i'm a i'm a freak when it comes to sausage i like my sausage to be almost uh, scorched oh yeah yeah i i also like a, a scorched skin yeah it's black but it doesn't taste burnt yeah 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 a, a charred outer crust on a sausage yeah 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 <laughs> now do you have a favorite christmas song Fairy tale in New York. Okay. Is that the uh, the scumbag you maggot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the reason why I like this song is it doesn't actually play that often on the radio, which means when I'm working, I don't hear it every fucking five minutes, which means it's still that little bit special. Yeah, it'll be on a loop of 40 Christmas songs, so you might hear it twice in a day. But yes, do you have a favourite Christmas song? It's probably Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh. Is that cheating? Yes. Okay. It's just that I remember there was a time when it almost became the Christmas number one and it lost out to some insipid pop song. Man, it's tough to think of a replacement for Mr. Hanky the Christmas Poo. Man, you're saying that, but I'm pretty sure Chef's Chocolate Salty Balls song got to number one over here. Um, it might have done, but it wasn't a Christmas number one, I know that much. Just saying, like, it's not beyond the realm of possibility that some dumb South Park song charted well. <laughs> I'm stupid, it was actually Chocolate Salty Balls that was in the charts and not Mr. Hanky the Christmas Poo. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, it was around the time that Mr. Hanky the Christmas Poo was an episode. Howdy ho! <laughs> Mr. Hanky! <laughs> oh, hello, children! <laughs> Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo, something, something. Season's greetings to all of you. Let's sing songs and dance and play. Now, before I melt away, here's a game I like to play. Stick a in your mouth and try to say, Howdy ho ho, yum yum yum, Christmas time has come! Wow. <laughs> 
Man, do you remember the live-action fucking episode they did when they were doing that hang gliding and they were stuck on a boat? And they were saved by Mr. Hangy the Christmas Poo, so they just zoomed in on a dog turd with a Santa hat on. It was, gr- it was so gross. Oh, dude, it was even worse. When they released the VHSs of the original series, they had little live-action segments, and one of them included an advert for a create-your-own Mr. Hanky in the form of the mis- like a Mr. Potato Head. I hate you so much for bringing this to my attention. They started out with, fish for your own Mr. Hanky, and they, they went to the toilet with a, with a net. We're done, we're done. Done. Move on. <laughs> so I'm going to uh, skip a- skip ahead a little bit. When you were a kid, oh no, we, we did the what did your family put out for Santa one? Well, I asked you it, but you didn't ask it back. Oh yeah, I apologise. What did you put out for Santa? Depended on the year. There was a, there was like a four year period when it was Jaffa Cakes and Iron Brew. Okay, okay. <laughs> because it's, Santa's apparently Scottish, is he? <laughs> I think my dad was just going for a phase where he liked Iron Brew. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Because yeah, it's, it's all like the stuff that gets put out for Santa gets drunk by your parents. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, but they always they had to drink only half of it and take bites out of everything. They couldn't have the whole lot because, you know, they had to show evidence that Santa Claus did it. Like the carrot for Rudolph. Apparently, Rudolph only wants half the carrot and leaves the other half of it downstairs. Plus, I've seen a reindeer mouth. The fucking sl- the slices that you fucking cut the carrot into, that's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they ain't fucking chewing that. They're just swallowing it. But yeah, can you remember the most interesting Christmas decoration you've ever encountered in the wild? Oh, in the wild. Not really, because I'm sure there's plenty of them in the country. But there is one fucker down my road who has this giant inflatable Santa. Yeah. Like, it's bigger than his door. <laughs> it, it's quite obnoxious, I'll be honest. It lights up at night time, but not very well. Because it's just a fucking giant gas bag. So it's like a fucking Chinese paper lantern, so you can sort of see the light shining through it, but it's not great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I suppose that's my answer, even though it's a poor one. So, over to you. Yeah, for me, it is one of our neighbours, part of their light show. We've got one who's got some really cute light up mushrooms okay they're incredibly adorable and they could stay up all year for all we care they just fit they look like they should be there and they're just out on the front lawn and the other one is someone has a blue led mesh that they put a lot across the front lawn and then a light up swan to make it look like it like like a little a little lake i mean that's all very unique but i wouldn't describe either as christmasy yeah but it fits in with the idea of putting on a light show you wouldn't put lights like that out in november i guess i had to rack my brain for something that was weirder than that but I kind of couldn't think of any and we're gonna come to the last one of do you have a favorite Christmas movie die hard no shit I like Die Hard, but it's not the most Christmassy film, even though it is a Christmas film. Yeah, 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 yeah. I- I'll be honest with you, I don't really watch Christmas movies. I think my favourite Christmas movie is probably the one we did as of recording yesterday for the podcast of Nightmare Before Christmas. Fair enough. Now here's the problem. I'm going to have to ditto both of those, both the flippant answer of Die Hard and the actual answer of the Nightmare Before Christmas. It's a silly argument, the Die Hard argument, because it's like, it's not a Christmas movie. It's not about Christmas. And it's like, yeah, okay, if that's your definition, I get where you're coming from. But it is a Christmas movie. It's set at Christmas. Yeah, it's it's set at Christmas, things happen around Christmas, they mention Christmas, and it's not about Christmas, but it takes place around it. My favourite line wouldn't be able to exist if it wasn't at Christmas, and that's fucking the deadpan delivery of one, the late Alan Rickman. Now I have a machine gun, ho ho ho. <laughs> it, might be, it might have been reversed, it's been a while since I've seen that film. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's pretty much it for our Christmas chat. Oh, we need to give out an MVP award, because there's one person who deserves it. Go ahead then, who's your MVP? Sandy Claus. Yeah, yeah, Sanity Claus. <laughs> <laughs> 
you got to give the MVP to Sanity Claus and to anybody who fills the role of Sanity Claus, whether it be your dad, an uncle, a beloved family friend, or just your own childlike wonder. Sorry, we said loads of male figures. Or your mum. Yeah, yeah, your, your childlike wonder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you, you just say it. Just say mum. No, your childlike wonder. Mums can't be Santa. Fuck off. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you, you need a bit more childlike wonder to make your mum into Santa. Sorry, going on a bit of a tangent, but don't you love the innocent connotations when you get older of the I saw mummies kissing Santa Claus song? Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, of course you did, because Santa Claus is probably your dad dressed up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> When you're younger and a bit more immature, you're like, oh, haha, fucking affairs, blah, blah, blah. But like, when you look at it with a bit of a retrospective to to, to your goggles, you're like, oh, co- yeah, of course, because Santa Claus is probably your dad dressed up, get, putting out the presents. Man, I remember I used to have a t-shirt that said Son of Santa. Yeah, and unfortunately, your selective dyslexia kicked in, because it's meant to say Son of Satan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also put that Christmas, every year at Christmas, Satan visits the children. <laughs> I know you've not played it yet, but there's a fun little comic from Helltaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Lucifer reading off a list, and... The Helltaker goes up and says, what are you doing? And she goes, nothing, and she hides it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Justice just bursts out laughing and says, she's got a list of everyone she has to visit because of all the dyslexic kids that sent her letters for Christmas. <laughs> but yeah, just to reiterate, there is not going to be another podcast next week as we're taking the Christmas break. But if you've made it this far, you are our favourite person. And if you would like to get in contact with us, you have the comment section down on, on YouTube. Or if you're listening to us via an audio platform, you have our email, which is... Nonsense Review uk at gmail.com once again that is nonsense review uk at gmail.com and i'd like to take this opportunity to wish everybody a very merry christmas and in case we don't see you a happy new year have a pleasant christmas eve and have a great christmas day tomorrow guys and i'd say see you next week but we won't release an episode next week so see you in a fortnight yeah bye, bye.